11 a.m. in the Southland Live Imaging Tuesday. Travis and Sliwa is on. Lit. A lot going on this week, fellas. You know what? If one of you said that, I would actually say, like, be a little more specific. Well, let me be specific. Be more specific. Thursday. What exactly do you mean? Thursday is our tournament tip-off party at Yamava Resort and Casino, the 909 Sports Bar. Come on out. Press the flesh. 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Obviously, we'll be watching games. Will you be guys dressing up uh, to represent your schools? My school didn't play until Friday, yeah. but I could do it. Al's team plays, right Emily's team's plays. Mm-hmm. Both of their teams play while we're on the air. Oh, that's beautiful. We'll it's awesome. And then Friday, uh, Gauchos will be playing while we're while on While we're air, on right? here, yep. so I, I will definitely rep the Gauchos on Friday. We'll be covering sure. the madness, of course. Tournament uh, tournament uh, coverage and updates, I guess Who you could say. Who do you root for in the tournament? Well, so I'm a Duke college Duke. basketball fan. Duke. I think we cover that. Ugh. Listen, my father used to watch college basketball in 1990. He was, a lot of Duke was on TV. Pat O'Brien on the sidelines. P.O.B. You know, so I took to Duke. But I was telling Emily earlier, my USC blood, right? Okay. Given to me by Keyshawn. USC football <laughs> is now spreading, I think, to USC basketball. Since Coach K is gone, I just don't feel the desire to root for Duke like I used to. So I might be going for USC basketball, too. Plus, I love Mike Bone, the great athletic director, friend of the radio station, old Boney. <laughs> That's what we call him. I know it is. I just like that nickname. So, That's all. I think maybe I'll, I'll show up in USC gear on Thursday. Do you know who USC plays in the first round? Another college <laughs> basketball team. I think team. it's a 7-10 matchup, They right? play Michigan State. Well, Michigan State hasn't been good since like the mid-2000s. I'm not saying that they're since good like or bad. I'm just, just curious if you knew <laughs> when Draymond who Green was your squad is playing no, against. That was 2010. Draymond Green was on the 2010. Tom is still there. One of the last ones kicking. Yeah, he is. He's holding right. on. Anyway. All right, so we all got squads now. He's got but not Taylor, right? Producer Taylor? That's what I heard yesterday on the show. I'm Northern SDSU. Yeah, he's SDSU. jumping in. Oh, beautiful. He's jumping in. Yeah. So we got State there. Okay. Very good. And then Saturday, our Pickleball Madness Tournament, the Agape Pickleball Center, Miles Square Park in Fountain Valley. Come on out. Going to be a party, party, oh, party. The number one seed in the Travis and Sliwa bracket, which you can now see on social media at ESPN Los Angeles, Thick Van Exel facing off against El Diablos, the 16th seed. We had Roth Mendoza, the captain of that team, from Lakewood. And uh, him and Ben Rubin, I think, are going to take you guys. As they put it, easy money. No, no, I don't think they're going to take you guys down, but they are going to take you to the brink. Why do you have faith in us? I think that Sliwa has been putting in the hours, putting in the effort, much like he's become a top-notch broadcaster on the Lakers pre, post, and half. Mm -hmm. Hard work, determination. That's Slee. Relentlessness. Yeah. Get off the show and go straight to the pickleball courts. (laughs) That's what you did yesterday. Which is without anybody. I, I love you, changing nobody your from the radio your car, station, and you're just out there paddle in the queue and like I'm ready when you guys are. Let's go. One other thing going on this week is the Islands Papa Shot giveaway. Now, yesterday, of course, we gave away fifty dollars gift cards, and we had listeners now team with you guys for the five hundred dollars gift card. But the Papa Shot tournament is going on. Are there any favorites within uh, the world? So sleep. I was bad this last round. I was really bad. Really? Yeah, I couldn't hit it. Couldn't hit a jumper. See, here, here's why I think that you're pretty good at this because you walked away saying, "Oh, I had a bad round." I thought I did really well, and I had one more than you. So if my very best is barely better than your worst, not good. That's not What'd good. What you have? How many did you have? Twenty four. Okay, twenty seven. Yeah. Oh, then I lost to you. Now there a you few go. weeks back, that was uh, the owner of the radio station, Craig Carmazan, was in here one night after a bu- when mm-hmm. the Bucks played either the Clippers. He put up eighty something, and he sent the picture to Sedano and I that night. It was okay. a Friday night. Yeah, but there's he's getting the you're getting ten more seconds every time. We didn't do that. Oh, so it's a Papa shot rule breakdown. So you get 
they give you 10 second bonus after if you get a certain amount. So if you get to let's say 30, you're going to get 10 more seconds. And then you get to 40 something, you're going to get 10 more seconds. So again, you can see all that coverage. The Papa Shot tournament. Yeah. Thanks to our friends at Iwins. Iwins, home of the best happy hour in town. Enjoy happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6.30, and enjoy cold beer on tap. Mm-hmm. Specials on local brews and Mai Tais. Nachos, buffalo, tiki, sliders, and more to share with friends. Go to islandsrestaurants.com for your location. You see, if you're watching on YouTube today, mm-hmm. we've got some Islands paraphernalia in here. The Deep Blue Sea Drink. That's the one right here, this big one. <laughs> Yummy. Take four of those. I like the wedge over there, the BLT. You get that. The big wave at the islands is money. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's a money burger. There's a connection there. Yeah, the Susan islands. worked there forever and Susan! ever. Susan! And by the way, islands, you know what they do? Their, their beer, I don't know how they do oh, it's it. it's so cold and frosty. So cold and frosty. Oh, you got so to put a glove on to put frosty. your hand on that glass. Those mugs come out of like the deep freeze, and they're perfect. Oh, yeah. Absolutely like Mr. Freeze amazing. is Batman. And our <laughs> boss, the great Amanda Brown, we've done a lot of islands action over the years. She got me hooked on the cheese fries. Those are good, You too. put those in some ranch. Bam! Thought you're off carbs. I am. Okay. But until Easter. No, I, I gotta I feel really good Chris. mentally, physically. Chris. Yeah. Those were really good bam. Well, it, was a, it came out of nowhere too. That's, that's a really good That's bam. what we try to do. We want to really sneak the bam, bam in. All right, Travis and Sliwa, your Tuesday. Now that we got all the promotional announcements out of the way, what are you getting ready for Lakers basketball? Coverage begins at three thirty. Lakers uh Pelicans, right? Yeah, do you like how I went at the owner? Saying that, well, you know, the points that he got on Papa Shot. Yeah, not, doesn't, I should let that one go, Al. Illegitimate. Probably let that one go. That's why you're my choice for Papa Shot, because you you knew the rules, first of all. all right. I don't know the rules. Craig, by the way, I'm going to tell one quick story. We had an event at the Lakers training facility. I think it was in the summer or something like that. And it was with a lot of our partners and everything else. And Craig had said something to, hey, if I miss two free throws in a row then the advertising is free. Something like that. So he went up there with his, you know, just a regular shot. And you could tell right out the gate. I'm like, okay, the guy obviously played basketball. He can hit shots. Missed the first free throw. And then stepped up with his left hand for the second free throw. Hit the second free throw. So with all the pressure on, took the left hand and hit the shot. So he's probably really good at pop shot. I was good. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. This is, is he left-handed? No. Okay. He's right-handed. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. He's right-handed. I thought he, maybe he might have been doing his a little, opposite hand. He used his opposite hand. Little no. gamesmanship. Unless he was just take, throwing I'll, me off. I'll take the first one with the offhand, so you're like, oh, okay. And, and then, then it you got go serious. to the money yeah. hand, and you, you knock it down. I was like, no, 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 Pop Shot, you get 10 more seconds. <laughs> you care about different stuff. That's fine. <laughs> you wanted to make sure that the Pop Shot breakdown was done according to the rules. I, I could appreciate that. Well, because you looked at it and said, how is somebody going to get 80? So I was just saying that because it's impossible to get eighty. You know, it's funny. Thirty seconds. Like there's, sure. If if that if you're telling me it is, I believe you. If you told me it's possible to get 150, I would believe you. I don't know. I don't know how the game works, (laughs) right? Like there are just some things I don't know, and Papa Shot happens to fall into the category of I don't know the official score. I don't know, and I don't care, Al. Uh, yeah, I think that's about that's a a about way to do it. I know that you had Lakers talk last night, so you probably didn't get a chance to see it because it happened that fast. Mm -hmm. Any Team USA versus Canada, specifically the first inning of that game last night. Do you see it by chance? No, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Canada started a young man by the name of Mitch Bratt. Mm -hmm. Mitch Bratt is a 19-year-old man, you know, young, 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 young man, who has no major league experience who should probably be pitching somewhere in the low minor leagues, yep. learning his craft. Yep. 
they put him out there against a virtual all not even a virtual all-star team and also an all-star team. team they put him out there against an all-star team and what you thought would happen happened he walked the bases loaded to open the game on i want to say 14 or 15 pitches it wasn't like he was three two on every guy he was and again, I, I am not saying this to pick on the kid because he was put in an impossible position, but you could tell out he did not want to throw the ball over the plate because he knew what was going to happen if he threw the ball over the plate. Finally, he walks the bases loaded. There's nowhere else to put anybody. He has to throw a strike to Nolan Arenado, who very promptly doubles down the left field line to bring in two runs. And then it just starts to happen just hit after hit after hit they take him out they bring in another guy who very quickly gives up a three-run home run to Mike Trout it was nine to nothing at the end of the first inning and it was funny is the wrong word because I really did feel bad for for this kid uh Mitch Bratt you don't see it. For, you you can see when guys are struggling, right? You see like, hey, man, I can't find the strike zone. Hey, man, I don't have my good stuff. I don't know how I'm going to get Mike Trout out when I can't locate my pitches, et cetera, et cetera. This was straight up terror on this kid's face. He was so nervous. I felt so bad for him. I wanted Team USA to win. I just wanted him to score some runs and get back into this tournament, which they ultimately did. But I, I don't know the last time I saw somebody that – out of their element in a professional sporting environment. Um, I, when I kind of think about that situation, obviously, look, this is going to be something that this kid remembers for his entire life. By the way, by the way, even even fortunately, yeah, I pitched for Canada in the WBC. You could tell on Twitter everybody's sympathetic. I saw it when was, the it was rough. When they're taking him out of the game. You it know, everything rough. else that kind of comes with it. But you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of. It's not, I don't know if this is the best, but the best comp I have to the WBC, at least the way we've been talking about it, is how the United States of America in the Olympics. What, what, I forgot what country it was where they're basically, they, the guy wants to shake Magic Johnson's hand in the middle yeah. of a game or something along those lines. I know it's completely different, but there is, this is literally the absolute best of the best, the cream of the crop, and you're 19 years old. <laughs> And you don't have you know any experience in that situation, and you got the best players that are coming up. You're, you're scared to throw a strike because what's going to happen? You is, know what's going to happen. You know exactly what's going to happen. How come? By the way, how come he got? I don't it, know. I was going to say, how, why did I, he get the I, start? I, well, I mean, everybody's got to play four games in the pool. You only have so many guys. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to be down to some guys that maybe aren't your first choice. Uh, Ernie Witt, who's the manager, need that electrician from uh, <laughs> from Czech. Czech Republic. Ernie Witt, the manager of the Canadian team, played in major leagues a long time played for the blue jays forever and ever he's a he's a major league guy he, he when the kid walked the bases loaded he goes out there and the the whole infield comes together it's freddie freeman and some other guys yeah that's right all, i saw that they're all kind of sitting around and i don't know what ernie witt said to the pitcher but everybody started laughing on the mound. he said something to try to get everybody to relax and everybody's kind of <laughs> you know i had one of those moments i'm like okay he got him to laugh maybe 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 Somebody will hit a line drive at somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be one of those one-hop scorchers at the shortstop that nearly knocks him over but turns into they a double They get it play. out. Yep. Didn't work. So, so, 
whatever, whatever Ernie Witt whatever that said to those guys, was. it was obviously funny because it got everybody to laugh. But very quickly, he was uh, back in the back in the dugout. What's and, worse is that in baseball, you can't hide. It's the most on display I think you could be in this situation because, like in basketball, especially as a teammates, pitcher, right? Yeah, as a pitcher, you're on you're display on so big and you can't get out of it. And you have to participate in the play. The, the play doesn't start until you do your th- in right field. You can sit out there and say, "I hope they never hit it to me," sure. and they might not. Sure, right? And so you could be terrified. You could be 19 out there saying, "Please don't hit it to me." You could go up there in the batter's box as a 19 year old facing, I don't, I don't know, pick a guy, Otani, Otani, and strike out on three pitches, and nobody and goes, "Ah, look at that!" It's like you struck out on Otani. Who cares? Every everybody strikes out against Otani, but the pitcher. We can't do anything until you do your job, dude. Mm-hmm. We we can't do, and I I really did. I've been not in that situation, but that is such a helpless, vulnerable. All right, here comes another one, and you're just hoping it gets hit right at. What somebody. do you end up giving? I know three runs. I think five but there were guys on. Five of them were his, were there, were and then his. four more came in on the next guy. He got out. He got one out. Okay. He got a sack fly that brought in a run. <laughs> he got one out along the way. Americans won the game. Uh, they they mercied them. Uh, they got the big run differential, which helps as far as tiebreakers go. And now just they beat Columbia tomorrow night. They're almost assured of going through to the knockout round. Well, you were saying yesterday, you're like, guys, wake up. This you remember you're trying to make the comp to the Dodgers yes. and everything else. And yesterday but, but was this no was Dodger like all over again, right? They, like it, it actually kind of solidified the Dodger comparison because when the Dodgers are hot, nobody's beating them. When you have nine all stars on a Dodger lineup and they're all getting hits, and you're of course you're going to score nine no or pressure, runs. nothing, no pressure. So mm-hmm. once it started to happen, everybody started to happen. Mm-hmm. I want to see them grind out a game. I want to see them grind out a game against mm-hmm. another team with a lot. That Mexican team had a lot of major league players on it, mm-hmm. right? Of the nine guys that were in that lineup, seven or eight of them are major league players. It's a major league. They're not as good as that other team, but they're yeah. major league caliber. Canada is not major league caliber. Colombia not major league caliber for the most part. Oh, Mexico, they're going to face some good teams. The DR, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, Japan. These are major league caliber teams. Can they grind it out against those? That's what I'm excited to see. Can they have it's a 4-3 game and, you know, and and all of a sudden every at bat matters. All of a sudden trying to manufacture a run. That's I think what you're referring to. That's exactly what Mark DeRosa was saying. Look, guys were trying to do too much and I'm like, uh, kind of look the opposite. I mean, it's almost like, yeah, well, the next guy'll do it. Next guy'll mm-hmm. do it. Like, how about we actually do grind out these at bats? I'd like to see that. I would like to see Mike Trout grind it out against Patrick Sandoval. You're in. You're in right now. I love it. Yeah, you're enjoying it. I, I love it. By the and, way, I'm sure there's a lot of people like you who are big time baseball fans that are saying what a unique the tournament at, right now. The atmosphere is really cool. People are super into it. It's not like a Major League Baseball game. It's it's far more mm. festive than it's more like a Mexican League game or a Dominican League game. It's 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 Japan. It's Japan. The, the 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 style there for baseball. It's, it's mm-hmm. just it's loud. It's festive. It's fun. It's it's exciting. It's not just nice bunt. Yep. Good pitching change. They're fired up. They're 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 blowing horns the entire game. It's super fun. Can't wait for it. And uh, hopefully we get that DR American final. If that's how it works out, that would be fantastic. Aaron Rodgers still not officially a member of the New York Jets, but apparently he's already telling him what he wants to get done, including a former Ram. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Tuesday, Tuesday, yo! We are getting ready for Pickleball Madness, Trav. Yes, we are. It is coming up this Saturday, March 18th. We're finally here, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It is at the Agape Pickleball Center. That is in Fountain Valley at Mile Square Park. Reserved seating available. You can register at ESPNLA.com. The event is open to the general public, so just come on out, hang out with us all day long. Press the flesh. Big thanks to our friends at Michelob Ultra, Bud Light, Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. We'll have the TVs for all of your college basketball. There's pickleball demos. There's a beer garden. There's a kid zone. There's there's DJ, there's free food and drink, there's a beer garden, there's just everything that you're going to want to do. Great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. So, you know, I've got to take a little bit of a, I've got an issue with our Funny Games department. Okay. Because I know they're writing that copy, a lot of it. Press the Flesh was like my saying. Yep. I might have stolen it from Tony Bruno years ago, but still, I worked with Tony, I can steal his stuff. Yeah. And now they're writing it into copy. Everyone's so now, saying Press the now Flesh. now it sounds like it's not yours anymore. Well, I mean, is everybody going to start doing the BAM! <laughs> I've done we, it a couple we've times. We've done it. Yeah, I've yeah, done it yeah we've taken times. that. And I like that one. That's also from Emerald. <laughs> it's true. That listen is an M, old Emerald. Listen, M. She's okay. hot today. <laughs> she is she, fired she's up. coming in. By the way, our friend, the great Beto Duran, the Cisco Kid of 710, has put out, or actually he hasn't put out. He's just given it to Amanda and I. He has drawn up odds for pickleball, for the teams, the, 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 the 710 teams. He's got Thick Van Exel as a 6-1. to one. Here's his, To do what? Just to advance, I think. Oh, okay. Not to win the whole like thing. Like, advance okay. the furthest of all the teams? Is that kind of what I guess it let's is? Let's see. Let me read here right here. Uh, let's see. Do we have a bookie? <laughs> we have somebody that we can place. You can probably get to. down on FanDuel or something. I'm sure there's odds somewhere. Remember, it's odds to see which team goes the furthest not to oh, win. The furthest. Okay. So he's got you 6-1. to one. Here's his uh, description. Travis Sliwa, real pickleball dads of OC report. Travis has backyard court. Big game experience cultivated in Isla Vista. Sliwa taking Isla it... Vista. I'd, it must be so deep OC that I don't even no, know. No, it's Santa Barbara. It's the it's the community right next to the school where everybody goes insane. Don't care. Sliwa taking <laughs> well, you've got it wrong. You should care. You're a bear for accuracy. I am a bear. <laughs> Sliwa taking it serious. <laughs> Too serious, probably, yeah. Playing with strangers. Definitely a Sasha hitting clutch free throws moment for him. Did he make his free throws, Sasha? The two. Game seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Trav. I didn't know. That's why I asked. The Bam. two. That's the only thing uh, we remember <laughs> Sasha for. So we'll, and we'll continue to race in his hair. We'll continue mm-hmm. to read. Uh, the worst odds he's got is his own team, which is Beto and Wara, producer Wara. They're seventy-five to one. So 
There we go. Six to one's pretty good, Al. That is pretty good. You just got to get by the El Diablos. Who's the, the best team? Who's the best team on seven ten? Well, he's got the odds at two to one for the Soul Brothers of Doom, which is Kirk, Kirk Morrison and DeMarco. And DeMarco, DeMarco's Mark. banged up. DeMarco's banged up. I was texting with him the other day. His back's bothering him, and pickleball and a bad back are a bad. He mix. went too hard, too far out. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? He he's an athlete, meaning he's going to get shot up on Saturday morning. <laughs> he's going to get the, the terror. What is it? Uh, Terr- uh, no, what the heck is it? Not terror. Tramadol. Tramadol, something else, I think. Yeah. Toradol, they're going to have the shots out there. He's going to get taped up. He's going to be ready to go. Get that old charger doctor that'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> he's DeMar- on the market. He's, on, he's free right now. DeMarco sprained his ankle, yet he has more energy and he doesn't feel it. What's going on over there? I think, again, this goes right back to what we were talking about during the uh, softball tournament. Okay. Kirk is the guy that could carry that team. The, no disrespect to DeMarco at all, but if he's hurt, Kirk is How more How do you get anything enough. past both of those guys if they're Big up in the guys, kitchen? Professional well, that's the athletes. thing. They're in the kitchen. That's they're what I've been saying. Gordon Ramsay's with them in the kitchen. <laughs> anyway, if you're one of the listeners out there, and there's only a few of you, got to go with their legs. on Twitter, stop talking about the pickleball thing. I don't care. No, you do care because you keep listening. So why don't you come on out Saturday morning to Fountain Valley at 10 a.m.? I'll give you a hug, and I'll say it's going to be okay. You're going to enjoy the day. Just, and then you go right to the beer garden. Right. That's it's not a bad way to do it. All right. Travis and Sliwa continues right now. Thank you, Chris. Six to one. I'm I'm and by the way, I think Beto's got a reasonably good grip, uh, a grasp of what we're looking at. Beto's just taking bets left and right. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. That wouldn't surprise me. He will throw the best parking lot tailgate of anybody. For the softball game, he had like a real tailgate. Are you ready to light? And I'm not doing a thing. Okay. I'm not doing a thing. You can need I guess to do what you're going to say? I was going to say to carry the load. Team. Okay, maybe ninety. Just get up towards the kitchen. I'll get there. Well, put it this way: I'm going to start there. I think yes. is the the thing. I'm going to. Yeah. Other than what I have to serve and I have mm-hmm. to be back, I'm going to start there. I know we want to get that second one nice and deep, but yeah. after that, it's up to you, bro. We gotta, we gotta, gotta put a little pressure on these other guys. Guys that are walking around saying easy money. Easy money. Let's go up five three. We go up five three and it's our serve. <laughs> I don't know. Now man. all of a sudden they're looking over there saying, you know what? Maybe we underestimated these two idiots. Roth Mendoza and Ben Rubin are L Diablos. Yep. Those that's who we have to uh take out in the first round. They already called us easy money, and I think they're probably right. So so we'll see what it is. Aaron Rodgers um is not a member of the Jets yet. He's likely to end up. Uh, Trey Wingo yesterday basically said it's done. Yeah, it, put it, it out, but then kind of back to back. But like, it's essentially going to happen. It's going to happen. So can I tweet it out and then I'll get credit for it? Well, too, too late. <laughs> you, you already got beat by Trey Wingo. There's also Diane Rossini has a wish list of the things that he wants. He wants Randall Cobb who okay. is his longtime receiver in Green Bay. He wants Alan Lazard, who is the same longtime receiver in L.A. He wants Mercedes Lewis, former UCLA Bruin, uh, who's been in the NFL f- seemingly forever, been in Green Bay the last few years. He wants him there as well. And he wants OBJ. He wants the, the Jets to go out and find Odo Beckham Jr. in free agency and bring him in. Uh, Odell was terrific with the Rams, terrific with the Rams, not so terrific with the Browns kind of a mixed bag with the Giants along the way. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. and Aaron Rodgers seems like a very, very dangerous combination. And they almost had it, too. Remember, he was in the conversation when uh, OBJ came to the Rams. The Packers were yeah. the last one before that. You're, you're right. And, this and he just, already has Garrett Wilson, too, who's great. Even if like Cobb, Lazard, and Lewis 
Whatever. I, I think those are guys. They're, they're NFL players, but I don't know if they're difference-making players. And he's comfortable players. with them. Odell Beckham Jr. is a difference-making player, but I don't know if he's enough of a difference-maker, even in conjunction with Rodgers, because you think of the AFC. You think of Patrick Mahomes. He ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen isn't going anywhere. Joe Burrow's not going anywhere. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags just won a playoff game. Maybe somehow, some way, the Chargers get it together with Justin Herbert. They're a really good team. You've got Lamar Jackson probably going to end up back with the Ravens at some point. He's a former MVP, pretty well-run organization. you got the Steelers, who are always pretty good. Even if they go and get all these things done, where are they in that conference? They're the fifth or sixth at at best the fifth or sixth best team and potentially ninth or tenth they might be third in their own division yeah if the, if the dolphins can get their stuff together it'll be the, they'll play the bills twice they'll play the dolphins patriots, twice and right. then the patriots mm-hmm. are always good so i i, I kind of like this might be one of the few times remaining times left and it, it's not to say aaron aaron Rodgers hasn't had leverage in other situations with a pack and everything else but i, I like when players hey i'm down to come here I'm down to come play for this organization. And by the way, I might be the difference. If you went, what did we say they went 7-10 and 10 last year and they yep. won, lost six in a row or something along those lines? Yep. Aaron Rodgers is confident enough in himself to say, I can get you 10-7 and seven is a difference of three games. I know that's a lot of games in the NFL, but it's Aaron Rodgers as well. But it's not unreasonable. Well. It's not unreasonable, yeah. right? <clears throat> I, I like the, I got the leverage right now. Let's get the right fit. Let's get the right guys around what I can help build here. By the way, it's the New York Jets as well. It's an unbelievable market. It's a fantastic, fantastic if it if you're ten games into the season and they're sitting at seven and three or they're six and four, just kind of the hype that's going to build around that. I, I kind of like the concept of all this. You're not wrong of well, look how many other good teams there are in the AFC. You're not wrong about that. I think we were looking yesterday for where they were. There was at least 10 teams in front of them, something along those lines. But at least they also didn't have four wins or five wins or something along those lines. The quarterback was a huge issue for the Jets last year as well. I think it's kind of fascinating. I really I, I really do. The division's going to be tough. The AFC is going to be tough. But Aaron Rodgers, whether you like him or you hate him, has you, you can look at, yes, he only cashed in one Super Bowl, but they were always in the playoffs, always in the playoffs. And I think that's really kind of what you're looking for with the Jets. And then you have one of the, one of the best quarterbacks out there that's on your team representing your squad. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's fascinating. So so one thing to add to what you said, they they do had they had the offensive rookie of the year, they also had the defensive rookie of the year on the Jets last year. So they had good uh, bones of the team. They have a, a coach in Robert Sala that maybe knows what he's doing. But you say, you say they're in the playoffs every year. But they go to the NFC Championship game and they lose every year. Yeah. They didn't make the playoffs last year. He might not be who he was with the Packers. And what has he done? He has won one Super Bowl. He has won multiple MVPs. But who? Ha- what? Do you want to be getting the NFC Championship just, game every year? Like he's not going to do but that. Can't you just stop right there? What has he done? He's won a Super Bowl and he's won was, multiple. Would MVPs? Patrick Mahomes do this? Would Josh Allen do this? Do they have these wish lists? Having the wish list is the whole thing that it's like. You have to earn your right to do that. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers has earned his right to do this with his team when you have one Super Bowl 10 years, oh, he's 13 right. years ago. Yeah, I, I'm 13 with years ago. I, I'm without. Aaron Rodgers gives you instant quarterback competency. That's what the Jets do not have. They, they, and I'm even, not saying he's the greatest quarterback ever. N- well, Nobody's he's making that, he, that argument. He's on the short list of greatest quarterbacks of his generation. 
With that, with, I, don't, I don't disagree. Maybe not the greatest but, winners yeah, of his generation. Well, that's different. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're not wrong, but that that's a little different. And look, last year, he had 26 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. For Aaron Rodgers, that's a really crummy year. Mm -hmm. That would be a eureka moment for the, the best Jets, Jets quarterback in a get, long time. Right, 26 mm -hmm. touchdowns and 12 interceptions. The year before that, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Mm -hmm. So which version of this guy are they getting? Either one is an incredible upgrade, upgrade. over yeah. where they were. Yeah. If they get the MVP from a couple of years ago, I think that they are what you guys are talking about. They're probably a playoff team, and we'll see what happens. But, Emily, I don't think that the Jets have to be, hey, we're Super Bowl or bust. When the Rams did what they did, it was a – That was only we, one thing left. That's it. Mm -hmm. We got to go do it. If the Jets make the playoffs – And the, win a game? They're, even if they don't, mm -hmm. just getting in the playoffs with them, they're the Gauchos in the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. We got in. This is a good season for us. Mm -hmm. And then we can figure out what happens after that. They're not a team that is – the Chiefs win the Super Bowl or bad year. The Bills go to the Super yeah. Bowl or yep. bad year. The mm -hmm. Bengals are probably in win the Super Bowl or bad year mode. Everybody's kind of got a different metric, and right now the Jets' metric is just getting the damn playoffs. If, with Aaron Rodgers, is the metric getting to the playoffs? Yes, that, it that is? that's why they would move heaven and earth to do it because Aaron Rodgers wants more. Aaron Rodgers may or may not. The Jets want to go to the playoffs. The Jets haven't been to the playoffs in for. Can I can I just put it this way? Just got to get in the damn dance. Anything can happen. I mean, in the NFL, you, would it, yeah. you're not shocked if they win a game. No, that not happens, I would be right? shocked if the Jets went to the Super Bowl. I would be shocked too if they went to the Super Bowl. But it's not unlikely for them if to they make beat the playoffs. The Jacksonville Jaguars in the first round. Yeah. I would not be shocked about that. But sure. if they beat the Chiefs, I'd be sure. Shocked. I'm with you on that. If they beat the the Bengals, I'd be very. If, surprised. if you're an AFC team out there and you're trying to fight for one of these playoff spots and Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the New York Jets, you're not sitting back saying, oh, no sweat there, No, let's not worry about it. Aaron Rodgers is another great quarterback that comes to the conference. So to Emily's point, well, doesn't he want more Super Bowls? I would argue that that's not at the top of his priority list for the mere fact that that's where he's choosing to go, right? Because if he really, if the goal were just to go to the Super Bowl and win another Super Bowl, Green Bay gives him a far better chance to, to get San to the Francisco. Super Bowl. You'd, go, yeah. you'd stay in that half of the draw or stay where you are. Right, Green Bay, even though they missed the playoffs last year, they're not a bad team. They've got good players. They could easily win that division next year. They're a better team than Minnesota, arguably. Better team than Detroit, arguably. They The, the easy path back to and an easier path in the postseason is on the other half of the draw. That he's going over there, I think, is about getting what he wants. But it was also a trade. The, the Packers weren't going to trade him to the NFC. Like, that's, I mean, he, they would have... I understand what you're saying. He's he's not going anywhere he doesn't want to go. He'll just not play. So he has as much influence on where he goes than anyone else. If he said, I'm not going to New York, they wouldn't trade him there. If he said, yep. get, trade me to the 49ers, and the 49ers were willing to you know, give him whatever, whatever they, they want, need to do to make, make it happen, yeah. they'd make that deal. He's got a I, ton of influence. In I'm not a hater. Up. I just want yes, the best are. quarterback of a generation <laughs> no, to go to the Super Bowl you, more than you, once. You, you you are a hater. It's okay. Look, it's fine. Like he we, beat the team that I love, Emily, so that's why. You and I enjoy hating things. It's okay to hate Aaron Rodgers. Sports but hate have, is super fun. I have fun. a point. <laughs> it's, it's super fun. It's super fun. Factor Cap coming up with Aaron Rodgers hater Emily next. Hey, guys. I grew up, I a, am. Lot, I grew up with a lot of Packer fans, and uh, <laughs> they lost – 
to the the Steelers lost to the Packers in the Super Bowl, the only Super Bowl he went to. So that's why I'm a hater. Em, you don't have to explain yourself. Well, I'm, <laughs> I love I'm, it. I'm, on, I'm on board hate. with you. I love it. Additionally, I, um, Adam Schefter just tweeted this out. Uh, Giants are sending a third round pick, uh, pick number 100 to Las Vegas for uh, tight end Darren Waller per sources. Wall- so Raiders Darren Waller are running the up the white flag. Hmm. Wow. Maybe they're trying to take for Caleb Williams. Who knows? Could be. Who knows? All right. So uh, the Oscars were Sunday, and uh, two attendees, Ed Begley Jr. and his daughter, uh, took L.A. public transportation to the event um, and to spread awareness for uh, good public transportation, environmentally friendly things. But she's been doing uh, seven days straight of only taking public transportation around Los Angeles. So you could do only public transportation in L.A. for seven days. Trav, Patrick Cap. Cap. I mean, I I wouldn't even know where to start, quite frankly. And plus, where I live so far away to get from there to here, I guess I could top on the train. There's, first I of could all, get to Union Station. Talk Hold about on, Mister One Percenter. There is a train that I've taken when I go to his house. Yeah, that is five minutes from your home. Well, I've taken the train, taken an Uber. <laughs> To your house. Does Uber count as public yeah, transportation? No, I, I oh, don't count not. that. Yeah. It's not public. Well, it's then I'd have to private. walk to your house or take a bus. <laughs> that becomes... Ride a bike? Put the, put the bike on the train? <laughs> I've seen you, that. That is not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, excuse what? me, excuse me. Now, excuse me. now <laughs> that I think about it, I could probably execute it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pretend that I am. But yeah, I could I could knock it out for a week. Where else? Yeah. One, I mean, I take you a lot do. of public. I take a lot of the Metrolink, the Metro, Amtrak sometimes if I need a certain train. Yeah, I can do it. I just don't do a lot of busing, but I did years ago when I lived up, when we were doing the morning show and I lived in Lake Balboa for that first year, I was taking the Metro link to North Hollywood, the Metro. Mm-hmm. Then I would take the bus into uh, Lake Balboa and then walk home. So I was, I could do that bus. Here's the thing, with AirPods or whatever earpieces you use, it's your own little world. Yeah, you got to have your wits about you. You don't want to take a, you know, a random, you don't want to get into a fight Maybe over Maybe one AirPod, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. You go one AirPod. All right, it, it's facts for me too, but don't you take the train some days? I, I took it for a little bit. Now, I, I don't take it consistently enough. What happened to Metrolink Slee? Well, here's the thing. It's fact you can do it. Fact I can do it for seven straight days. L.A. doesn't make it. Pasadena's not that bad. But if you're where you are, or you're in a different part, it's not easy in L.A. Like it's not. It's not that it's not easy, but there's a convenience factor that you lose. Having your car in Los Angeles is something that um, the, the 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 public transit system is not the, let's just say it's not the best serviced of all of them out there. So can you do it? You can. It's just not, it's, it's very complicated in LA. All right, Taylor? Fact, yeah, I could do it. Um, you take the bus to work every once in a while, no? Yeah, I've done yeah. it for like a week or two straight. And uh, there's there's a bus stop a couple blocks from my house, and it drops you right off here at Crypto. The only problem I'd have would be getting Hermosa, getting to Hermosa Beach every week um, for my shows. I could just take my bike, though. Hey, man, he's got his shows. Right, Pasadena to downtown, not a problem. But if you're trying to get other places, I would get lost. I'd get lost in 10 minutes. Yeah, Laguna Niguel's not super public transportation friendly. Ask. Yes, ask. Thank you. By the way, since I need a ride to see Travis's or Travis Taylor's shows in the South Bay, I may I want to take in another show, so you might need to, to drive me over there one I'm night. In. You know? Let's do it. Oh great. All right. So uh a video came out that showed uh the remnants and the happenings of worms raining down in China. So like these are giant worms that Perfectly I guess had been normal. scooped up in a cloud and then rained down on the middle of China. <laughs> exactly, just like that. So the worst animal that could rain from the sky would be worms. Morales, factor cap. 
cap because to me, if a spiders were raining down, <laughs> I, oh I'd be done. Spiders or snakes, I'm done. Spiders would be worse than snakes. All right, Al. Yeah, this is uh, this is cap. I'm with you. I was gonna say worms. That sounded right. If you can you imagine a freaking spider coming down? Yeah, I can't do that. Um, snakes can't do that. If it's any of those scorpions, I can't do any of that stuff. No, I, I'm I'm in. Is a the scorpion world. in the snake fa- or in the spider family? What is it? I believe it's an insect. Yeah, I don't oh, think it's an arachnid. Yeah, I think oh. spiders are their own subgenus. Yeah, yeah. It, the answer the is scorpions. By the way, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Jeez. Al, because they get. I, I'm not a meteorologist. I'm not Mike Trout, who's a weather fanatic, but there's like those spouts that pick up all that yes. stuff off the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And then they travel and then they dump it other places. Right. Like, like that can happen with fish. That can with fish, stuff. frogs, like this comes yeah. from the Old Testament, right? right the, exactly. The three <laughs> plagues that show up. Do the book of Revelation. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, that it was in the Moses part. Yeah. It's, 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 old, it's the old school Let's part. Let's do a of the quick Bible. Our Father. The, 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 that's, that's the second part. Yeah, that's the second that's part. That's the second part. <laughs> we're, we're focusing on the first part here. The, the first part, there's all these plagues legs and frogs and all of this other stuff but yeah scorpions is on the list taylor Sheesh. what about like elephants or lions or cocaine bears raining from the sky that'd be <laughs> but i feel 20 like times that worse. wouldn't happen like it's they're too heavy to be i don't know maybe I don't know. why wouldn't it happen i mean this is this is a hypothetical true true yes it's cocaine a, bear from the sky would be bad the worst animal well, it'd be like it a would... fun 10 minutes and then we'd all be dead then it's over just crush yeah. you yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so my friend, uh, so Kiwi Kwan won Best Supporting Actor for his role in Everything Every Role once uh, this week in the Oscars, but my friend and I love that movie. We went to go see it uh, at a rooftop cinema club here in L.A. back, I don't want to say, in like August, but she sent me a text this morning. She said that she had him winning an Oscar on her vision board, and that the vision board came true, so maybe it's the power of vision boards. So you have made a vision board before. Or do you even know what a vision board I was gonna, is? Yeah, I need an explanation as to what it <laughs> really is. Really, So a, no vision, a vision board, for those who don't know, is a board in which you kind of, you know, you think speak about what you- Speak it into existence. Yes, speak it into existence. Things that you want to happen. You clip out a little magazine article. You clip out a little word and you put it on a board and you can look at it and like kind of uh, manifest things. So this is like Rocky putting a picture of Clubber Lang on his mirror. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you have made a vision board. Alan Fedrickap. Fact, I don't, I don't know if- Vision board is the exact thing, but goals, right? You set goals. Well, they no, don't this exist. Is specific to a vision board, but but they don't exist yet. This is what he does, and you <laughs> envision. He answers you're, you're a different dancing question around it. A he answers a question listen, that listen, was never listen, asked. Listen, this is what we do here. I mean, what's a, you what's a, a, have you taken a whiteboard and said goal, and then like you put a picture of Bill Sharman up there? Listen, <laughs> you didn't think I'd work it in this week, but I got it in. Scotty, relax over there. Relax over there. Let me give you an example. What is a vision? A vision is something that you think about that you try to manifest. Well, I had a vision of love, as Mariah Carey once said. <laughs> so with that in mind, I think there's a lot of times you vision things. Okay, I want to I want to do this. I want to accomplish that. I want to be here in three years, five years. That I do. I think that still is kind of the same definition of a vision board. Right, so yes, yeah. fact. Uh, no. Cap? No, cap. Uh, I don't really... I have goals, but I'm not like a, a write them down, put them on a board. or put or, one up for the Mandy yeah, for this year. I, I have goals, but they're in my head, and I know what I'm trying to get done each and Sounds every like day. Sounds like a vision board. I don't, I don't know what in your own head. Do you guys miss the definition of a board? I, that's why I said no. A fact, because I have done a vision board. <laughs> a, a lady friend of mine way back when was very into them and got me into them, but they are helpful. It's like, it's, it, come on. It's a reminder. It's yes. a place to put it. And, you know, but it has to be on a poster board. It has yes. to be on something. It's a board. That's why I said no. Why are you saying, come on? I said fact. <laughs> but then you but you don't have the it. board. You don't have the board. 
I do have a board. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do have a board. So okay. you lied. <laughs> it's a long way to get to yes. Right. I explained a vision board in my head is having a vision. I have a board. All right? <laughs> screw you all. Okay. Uh, I, screw I, you all. Whoa. Now we go to the forewarn standard. <laughs> so, Cap, I've, I've never done this by physically writing uh, something down on a board, good. but I have manifested things that were yes. in my head. Okay. Word, I, Taylor. I got one last one for you. This is kind of the hot topic in the streets uh, a couple day, for the past couple of days. Uh, it was a... It's been kind of something that comes up every every now and again because people like to go to their city councils and, and debate this. So, boneless wings are chicken nuggets. Taylor, Patrick Cap. I think if we're getting technical, uh, technical than fact, yeah, they're chicken nuggets. Um, but they look like wings. All right, Trav. Yeah, I, it, a wing is the chicken's wing. Right, and there's two parts that have, there's the flat part, there's the drum part. That is the chicken wing. If you take meat from a chicken and shape it into a piece of a wing that does not have the bone, that's a chicken nugget. Both good. Please, but social the- media team, the hand gestures <laughs> that Travis just made and the passion need I- to be cut up for the Mandy Awards <laughs> and also shared today on social media. Fine, but yes, yeah, so if you just take all the leftover pieces and shape them into a wing, that's not a wing, that's a nugget. I will eat both of them, but wings and nuggets are very separate items. And Morales? Uh, I, I would say fact because I've thought the same thing. Obviously, I'm wrong, but... You know, but that, that's not true. What's not true? Because a, a, a chicken McNugget is a bunch of pieces. Right. A boneless wing isn't that one piece? No, it's all mashed together for But it seems pieces. like it's one piece, doesn't it? It seems like it's, it's one piece. I'm going cap on this one. I'm going trying to trick you. It's it's a fugazi wing. Oh, but it's battered it's in a way that a wing is battered. So that's why it resembles a wing. Well, oh. a good wing is not battered, quite frankly. A, a good oh. a good wing is put in with, it's fried with yes. the, the skin on it. You're not battering it. You're frying it. Then you're tossing it in the butter and the hot sauce. That There's no well, batter involved in the correct any, wing. Don't you do any, a little flour? Oh, really? Not if, not if you're doing them the right way. I will say this. Okay, Cap, right I'm way. in the Fugazi market. <laughs> I want the, give me the fake wing. I eat wings a certain way where I take it apart and then dip it. And one time I was eating wings with Travis in our Houston days. And he told me I was eating wings the improper way and then went on to suck down 10 wings. Literally, you put the thing out and it's like... Uh, it's a little twist It's like pull. Sylvester in the cartoon. Just <laughs> the a bone fish. comes out. But then you turn into me and then you choke on a bone. And I've done that many times Emily, before. I'm not, oh my God. I'm not trying to put you on blast at all. I've never choked on a chicken wing. Okay. If you are, I'm sorry, be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. safety first, but I'm fine. I'm not All right. swallowing the, the bone. you choked on a Sounds bone extreme. and are here to tell about it, is that Travis great? has witnessed it one time. I, I did. We were having a meeting in her office at one point, and what were you eating that I you nearly took I was eating one of the out? things that was, uh, we usually have it on Wednesday, the caterer here. And so oh, then, that, the, yeah. the California Chicken Cafe or whatever. Yeah, good stuff. But yeah, a little. that was just like a piece of chicken breast that had been rotisserie yes, but then it had a, a sneaky you. bone in it oh. and then the I worst is when you get the sneaky bone in there that happened with a piece of salmon once i thought i was gonna die sneaky salmon bone yeah i you hate when that <laughs> happens. gotta keep chewing it keep chewing blade safe <laughs> just power through blade it safe. like a like a wood chipper <laughs> just, just keep just and get it down and keep it moving whole bunch of rule changes proposed in the nfl and the chargers slee you're gonna like this the chargers offered the most charger rule ever it's next it's travis lee 710 ESPN.
You dealing with a dead battery? If you are, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like their free battery testing and their free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not or in need of a fresh charge. And if you happen to need a replacement, they can hook you up with that as well. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So the next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone. Your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. Is this the Zach Brown band? Little chicken fried. Oh, you got it. Remember our old friend uh, John Granado in Houston? Uh, Travis? Oh, yeah. Him and I sang this uh, all the way back from a fight from D.C. a few years back when we were all working together. No he literally had this playing. Well, I mean, we were a little hammered on the plane, but this is a great <laughs> song. This might be my karaoke song. I can sing this it song. It is a great song. The Zach Brown brand, Chicken Fried. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa Ball. Travis and Sliwa. Pickleball Madness is coming. Saturday, it's finally here. You've been hearing about it. Are you going to be there? You need to be there to see the one seed in the Travis and Sliwa bracket. Bracket. Vic Van Exel taking on the 16th seed. Ben Rubin and uh, Roth Mendoza, the El Diablos from Lakewood. Don't Easy be ten money. minutes late. Don't, don't be ten minutes late. We <laughs> had minutes good late. Advice. We yeah, had Roth on right the end. captain earlier. He's talking a big game. So you're the team captain of Thick Van Exel, by the way. Are you? Okay. Well, yes. I feel that you were the inspiration. What, what, Not the thick part, but the Van Exel part. What um what does the captain entail? You Trav you, game you, starts at ten fifteen. You, you handle you the coin know. toss. We're gonna sew a big C into your chest on yeah, Saturday morning. You, and by the way, you are the one that's gonna tap Emily into the match when you've decided you've had enough of my lumbering ass to not being able to get to any. We're getting through one match. We, we, we're gonna no, win you one have, game. We got to keep rolling. I want yeah. two out of you guys because two out of three ain't bad, as somebody once said. We win. Who do we got after that? So again, then you could play. You would then have the winner of the eight nine matchup. The, and by the way, you could see all this at ESPN Los Angeles on social media, the brackets. The uh, Pico Romanos and the ASAP, ASAP Door Supply. I don't know if that's a company or just a name. Then you'll play them. And then you could advance to the Sweet 16 where you could see Matt Burke in the Get sexy, sexy classy. My team, which I won't be playing. I'm injured. Injured reserve. <laughs> and Or you could see two guys over 60, which is our very own they Ron Mitchell. wipe the floor with us. So, yeah, we'll Chris, see. I have bad news for you. You ready? Yeah. Uh, this is a tweet from James Zuber who says, Trav, uh, Slee, Chris, spiders do rain from the sky. Most baby spiders hatch from their eggs, spit out a strand of silk, and get lifted on the wind oh, that's good. until they find their forever home. Spider rain is real. This, but that's like what happens when you're <laughs> sleeping, right? <laughs> yeah, science. Yeah, when you like swallow spiders and all that stuff. That's my fear good. is that one gets in my ear. You've heard those stories. Oh, that, right? that, like that, they, and it lays the eggs. Yep, oh. lays the eggs, and then it's a whole process. <laughs> a whole process. I'll send you a link. <laughs> Please don't. YouTube, By the way, he will. YouTube video. How are you? Doomsday link. <laughs> Actually, Nuclear that, war link. That link stuff, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to do that. I'm going to make you a vision that. board. I have one. <laughs> yeah. Next live let you borrow imaging it. Tuesday, we're all going to do our vision boards on air. I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> It's just a dry erase board with nothing on it. <laughs> it just says Lakers tonight. Yeah, that's right. Lakers win. Speaking Schedule of, Lakers, of the Laker games. The Lakers are back on the court. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. with Slee, the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip-off. Tip-off at 5 p.m. Hear all the play-by-play. John Ireland, Michael Thompson. For your afternoon drive, it's starting to drizzle out there here in downtown L.A., so it could be a long afternoon drive. Be with us, your flagship radio station of Lakers basketball, 710 ESPN. More of trap. I got to go into a meeting, so you guys are going to oh. have to be on your own at twelve o'clock. Oh man! Like Patty Labelle and Michael McDonald saying about on, on my own. My own.
Travis and Celia continues now. We have 19 chairs in here. Bring the meeting in here. <laughs> By the way, I went into we my room the other day. There's six chairs. I'm like, who was in here? I, well, I think your room is the holding station for the excess chairs at this point. I've got a lot of chairs and a lot of monitors that out. do nothing. Look around. We're actually down a couple. We have fewer than we usually well, we are in his office. We had to fill, fit in the island's props, <laughs> yeah. the surfboard and the uh, blue wave drink here. Not only do we have our pickleball coming up mm-hmm. on Saturday, but ESPN LA has taken over the Yamava Resort and Casino's latest amenity, the 909 Sports Bar, for a tournament tip-off watch party. That is coming up in just a couple of days. Thursday, 10 to 7 from Yamava. We'll be broadcasting live, me and Slee, Mason in Ireland, Sedano and Cap. You can meet and greet UCLA great Baron Davis from 4 until 6. That UCLA game, of course, tips off at 7 o'clock that night. There are wall-to-wall LEDs, 150-plus screens, 32 craft beers. It's the perfect place to watch all the college basketball action. We'll be watching the Aztecs while we're on our show. 12-10. We'll be watching the Who's while we're on our show for Emily. Plus, we'll be giving away uh, prizes, autographed memorabilia, you need to be 21. Please gamble responsibly. You optimistic about your uh, Aztecs? First round, yeah. Yeah? First round, yeah. And, and, then, was, and then you told me something that a lot of the experts out lot. there are picking San Diego State in the second round. Yeah. Right when I hear that, I'm like, that's not good. But it's not, But it, that's it's a good pick, and here's why. It's a 4-5. If it, if it goes chalk, yeah. right? It, uh, Virginia's a 4. Yeah. San Diego State's the 5. So kind of a heads-up match. It's not like one seed, one, one team should be dramatically favored over the other. And every article that I've read about this says that what San Diego State is very good at, physical, big, defensive, deliberate basketball, is the number one thing that Virginia has trouble with. And I think if you guys can get past the first game, past the first 10 hours of the weekend, I think you're good. The problem is they play in a real conference. They're real schools that they they're playing ACC ranked. ACC sucks. You're, you're not playing, wrong. They're out. playing She's ranked right. schools the, all the time. Not in the ACC this year. The ACC mm-hmm. was legit bad this season. Like we talked about, North Carolina preseason number one defending NCAA champion didn't even make the tournament. Hmm. First time that's ever happened. The ACC yeah, Virginia is lost way the ACC down. tournament to Duke. Duke actually can be kind of good this season. But how many how many ranked teams were in the ACC? Like when the season three at the end three. three? It was it was Miami. It was uh it was. It was Miami, it was Virginia, and I think the Mountain maybe West Baylor. put in as many teams as the ACC did this year. Mm. Might have put in the same, but they, I mean, they only had one ranked team. Sleep. Pretty much San Diego State was You could very easily win the Saturday. You're, and you're I think slow that's playing very, this. It, Lean it's into very, it now. It's very likely. Let's get through Thursday. You should get I've on seen one of Dutcher, those Aztec headdresses. I've, I've seen Dutcher do his thing. Let's get <laughs> no. through Thursday. You have, you have a better... Let's get through Thursday. I'm optimistic for you. Be yeah, amazing. I mean, listen, I... There's been twice that San Diego State's gone to the Sweet 16. It's kind of crazy here. It won't happen again. But um, the two times they've gone. It should have. You know, You know. I was reading this too in the same thing. Mm-hmm. They they were probably the team that got hosed the worst in the pandemic. Because I think they were a top 10 team that yeah, they year. Did. They had, they, a really they good had team. like 27 or 28 wins mm-hmm. going into the tournament. They were expected to do work that year. And, of course, the whole thing got wiped out. So the Sweet 16 for SDSU – They've gone twice. Both games, you know where they were? They were in Anaheim. Ah, little local love. It's awesome. Yeah. Went to both those games. Those walked Kawhi out years? Of, walked at, one of them was Kawhi years. Walked out of both those games very disappointed with every other SDSU fan. That's that's a good year for them. No, Sweet it's 16 great. No, it's for great. San Diego State yeah. Is, is, yeah. is a good, to your point, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC, they're mm-hmm. the ones that go to the Final Four. Pac-12, occasionally, Big West, unless UNLV gets back in the conference. Not happening any times. That was the last time we had a uh, Final Four appearance. D'Angelo Russell is really good, playing really well. 
the Mavs, Kyrie Irving, not. Mm -hmm. What does it mean at the end of the year? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.